Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. It is the first day of the second half of the year, uh, July the 1st, uh, 4th of July. Weekend is upon us. Hey, be safe out there. Be smart out there. Uh, especially, you know, I like fireworks like everybody else, but uh, yeah, leave it to the professionals. Because even they, you know what, at least you're Arizona, even the professionals burn stuff down. So, uh, But have a great 4th of July weekend. I will be off. Uh, Jason is going to uh, fill my shoes here tomorrow. Uh, we are the Patriot office will be closed on Monday uh, for the 4th of July holiday, obviously 4th of July on Sunday. Uh, the, the KXXT Phoenix is also closed. Uh, so the show that Jason does on Friday will be repeated on Monday, and then Jason will update every of you on what Colorado's going to do. Uh, we've been dealing with uh, a bunch of issues. Jason took a day off yesterday. And uh, I joked with Brian as I was filling in for him on the Front Range show yesterday. Yeah, we're probably never going to give Jason a day off again. Uh, we had all kinds of, uh, we had some plumbing issues develop at the radio station. So they're still uh, still working on those issues uh, again today. So uh, a lot of fun up there. Uh, and uh, my thoughts and prayers are with you guys, by the way. But uh, I'm I'm happy that it's at your place and not my place. Uh, so uh, sorry about that. But anyway, uh, that's what's happening here. So Jason will fill in for me uh, on on Friday. We're going to be closed on Monday. Uh, the Patriot office will reopen again on Tuesday. Uh, Brittany has dominated the medals plans. Uh, the They'll be like 98% completed uh, this week. And they'll be 100% completed. The, the last of the product uh, was supposed to be in uh, yesterday and Wednesday, and, and it didn't arrive. We'll see if it arrives before the week. And if not, it'll be here early next week, and she'll have all of it be done, finished, completed. If you want to sign up, uh, for the medals program, give us a call. We can help you. For those of you that don't know what the medals program is, it's just the best gold program, gold and silver program in the world uh, because I created it. Uh, but very simply put, you know, we, we run specials all the time here. A lot of these, but especially, you know, you look at where, uh, forget about where the spot price of gold and silver are because it's almost become meaningless. But if you look at, you know, what it cost uh, to get into hard assets, it's for a lot of people, that's a big number. So we, we created the, the medals program initially to help people that, that hey, I didn't have, you know, $2,100 to buy a $20 gold piece or I don't have. $765 to buy a roll of Silver Eagles or or whatever it is that we were selling that day. So we created this program where you pick the day of the month anywhere from the 1st to the 28th uh, because leap year's too hard so we limit it to the 1st to the 28th. And you pick the amount. Now there is a minimum in the plan. That minimum's a hundred dollars a month, and obviously, as gold prices have been and silver prices have been rallying, 
you know, at the minimum end, at the hundred dollars a month end, right? You're you're going to be uh, mostly dealing in utility silver and things of that nature. But the minimum is a hundred dollars a month. There is no maximum. We have people doing five grand a month. We have people doing a hundred dollars a month. We have people doing everything in between. At the end of every quarter, we pool all of the money and we make mass buys. And just like, you know, just like here, like when you call and, hey, I want to do a hundred grand, you're going to get, uh, you know, volume discount. Well, the great thing about the metals program is everyone gets the volume discount. So think about if you're at the $100 a month, you got 300 bucks at the end of the quarter. Well, you, you would normally, hey, you're going to pay full retail. No, you're going to get a discount because you're in the metals program. And, and we make the buys and we physically ship product four times a year. So it's really neat that, hey, you actually you, you get the physical product. It's just once a quarter. We make those deliveries, and, and it's and it's really that simple. You know, there, there's no, what does it cost to sign up? Nothing. What if I need to, you know, something happened. I, I need to, I, I can't afford it anymore. What, what do I got to pay to get out of it? Nothing. There's no contracts of any kind. You know, if, if you want to change the amount, there's no fee. Matter of fact, the only fees we charge in the program is the shipping fee. That's it. So if you pick up in Phoenix or you pick up in in, in Colorado, you don't even pay for that. Uh, so it's a really neat program, and it's it is huge. I will tell you, uh, it is a monumental task. You know, before we really added staff here, it would take us two to three weeks. Uh, the post office, put it this way, we can't even, the post office won't let us ship all of the metals programs at once. They, they absolutely refuse. They put us on restrictions, tell us how many boxes we can bring. And now, now because we've added staff, right, we can do, you know, essentially Brittany goes to the post office every single day to get it done. So uh, it's a great program. If you want to sign up, give us a call, 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't forget those CBD products. Listen, it, it, it's it's really simple. Do you want to take your pharmaceuticals? Go ahead. I did for years. I mean, I, and I've told this story thousands of times, right? I was, anything I did, especially after I broke 40, right? Play around to golf, tennis, pickleball. Forget about, right, having a, a touch football game with the kids, right? You know, anything like that, right? It was nothing more than a, a uh, onslaught of ibuprofen and if it really overextended myself right then you're you got to go to the doctor right you got to get uh, the muscle relaxers or or whatever it may be the cbd is is it's just such a better way to let your body heal itself 
And it's just so funny, really, you know, when you go back to the, you know, the ancient times, every farm of any any substance grew marijuana, and not to be high. There's no THC in this product, not to be high, because of the healing power, and plus the fact they made great rope and clothing and everything else, but, but they, they knew. And then modern medicine, you know, we won't go into that. That's a different show. Uh, Jason, you know, maybe we'll get Jason to do a show with that. It was, uh, it was I think it was Rothschild was the one that just was the, hey, let's get rid of all these other things. And it's, you know, the modern medicine thing was what was what came out of that. And now we're kind of what? Going back towards, hey, wait a minute, maybe there's a better way. Uh, and, and there is no doubt... Uh, the CBD that we sell, it's the it's superior quality. Uh, the Chris and Jerry, the guys that 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 uh, run my kind, own my kind, they, they they care about every single step in the process. And I know this because I've, I've I talk to these guys all the time. And I know I've been promising you these new products. Listen, they're, they're coming. The, the, the bath product line is coming. It's all coming. It's just, you know, it's paperwork. And, and you know, the one thing that, that here, what, we, what I promise everybody, nothing goes on sale on our website. Nothing. Until all the lab results are in. And, of course, like everything else, right? <laughs> well, it's at the lab. We're waiting on the lab. I don't know what the lab's doing, but... You know, uh, as soon as they, as soon as we get the results, and we already know what the results are going to be, right? Ninety-eight percent, ninety-nine percent purity, right? Uh, no, no heavy metals, no, uh, no toxins of any kind, no THC, all of that stuff. Uh, but get out there, listen. It can help you heal, and especially, and I, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but if you know people struggling with cancer, whether you know, definitely with chemo but even after it it continues to help the body heal itself uh so go check them out 1360 khnc hit the shopping cart button and of course obviously it helps support the radio station all at once it's a great combination can't beat it so what's the news of the day today gold and silver they're just flat they're hanging out the jobless claims number came in by the way, tomorrow we'll get government jobs data. Uh, I'll be off for that, but uh, hopefully it'll be another decent report. And I, and I haven't even seen the numbers on it. But jobless claims. Every Thursday, how many people file for unemployment for the very first time? We, we've been coming down as about half the states have gotten rid of the extra unemployment benefit. Uh, the number this week, the best one yet... 364,000. Uh, that's about 140, 130 to 150,000. So we'll say 140,000 jobs more than what it was before the pandemic. All during the pandemic, it was somewhere between 220 and 250, 220,000 to 250,000. But remember, these are people for filing for the very first time. So still, uh, you know, and I'm thinking, man, everybody's hiring. Why is there so many? I don't know. I don't have the answer. The other piece of the data, and this is the part you don't get on the television. 
because they don't want you to, to hear this part, is how many people are on these, what I'll call, uh, extra COVID-19 benefits. So uh, when COVID came out, the government created several other additional programs. So normal unemployment, very simple process. If you get laid off, right, and, or, you know, you, you lose your job and it, for something that's not your fault, right? You know, if you go and you steal from your company and you get fired, yeah, you don't get unemployment benefits for that. But if you've got uh, released from your job, you're eligible to file for unemployment. And the states will normally grant you 26 weeks. Okay, so that's six months. Okay, we'll give you six months to find a job. After six months, if you still haven't found a job, right, they stop paying you. Well, the government has come in and said, well, you know, well, we're going to have all these extra programs now. Because, you know, and rightfully so. I'm not saying they shouldn't have. They, you know, when you shut down everybody's job, right, you, you need to do something about it. So we have these extra programs. They don't like to talk about it much on TV. This, this extra program, 19 to 20 million people for months. So think about COVID in March, right? Uh, by the end of 2020, there is 20 million people on these extra benefits. The number's slowly been going down. 18 million, 17 million, 16 million. The number today was just under like 14.9 million. So still... Think about that. It's 15 million people not working that haven't been working for six months or longer. And I don't get it. You know, I was driving down the street to none. Now, I don't know how many are in Arizona. I, uh, my guess is very little. But this is how crazy it's getting. I'm not kidding. So I'm driving down the street. I'm at a stoplight. There's a Panda Express, okay, and it's a uh, just a, a standalone Panda Express. You don't see a lot of those, but they're building these standalones now, and they've got a huge banner on the corner at the stoplight. You know, and you see restaurants, and normally they're running whatever. You know, we got the new, you know, the new fire chicken sausage and pepper, whatever. You know, something like that. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Now hiring. And they had a banner made, and they had prices on it that they could change. So if you wanted to be a cashier or the person that scoops the orange chicken and the, and the uh, lo mein noodles and the, and the fried rice into the container... If you're one of the uh, what they call service, starting pay thirteen seventy five an hour. If you wanted to be one of the people that cooked the food, 
fourteen twenty five. That's starting pay. And the and the thing about it was they had the sign set up so they could change those numbers. And you know where they're going to change them? They're like, oh well, let's start at thirteen seventy five. Let's see if that gets it done. I'll go back. I'll go back. It's not. It's normally not a street I'm on, but I'll, I'll check on it and see if that all of a sudden, I'll, I'll, you know, it's fourteen. Fourteen fifty and fifteen dollar right? I mean, it's almost like gas now. Hey, what, what is uh, what is Panda Express paying today? Right, I'm waiting. I'm holding out. I'm going to wait for fifteen bucks. As soon as that sign says fifteen, I'm going to walk in there. But uh, transitory, no, not going to happen. But still, just under fifteen million people. And again, I was, I'm guessing. Because they don't, I don't have the breakout. Most of those people are prominently probably in the blue states. But I only bring it up because there's a lot of little things that they don't want to talk about. That means these people, they used to be working. Which meant they were paying in to Social Security. They were paying into Medicare and Medicaid. I think what's going to be really interesting, because I, I do believe, and maybe it's wishful thinking, that by the end of this year, all of these people are going to have to go back to work. Now, there's going to be a portion of them, and I don't know what that number is, that these people, or at least I'm... Maybe I'm being over. You know what? I'm just being overly optimistic today, which is not my thing. Maybe a lot of these people are in their their mid to late sixties, or maybe even seventy. I don't know. And they're going to retire anyway, and they're like, "Hey, until they cut me off, I'll keep getting these checks." But the rest of these people are going to have to go back to work. And again, they're going to go back into a workforce that wages are significantly higher. I mean, Arizona, I think the minimum wage in Arizona is now $12.50. That's what I believe. And I know it's at least 12 We're on these. The reason I don't know exactly because we're on one of those scale things where the first of every year the wage goes up. And, and, and I, I think we're going to, and I could be wrong on this, uh, I think we're going to 13 as a state. You're not getting anyone to work for 12 bucks. Mm, not happening. You know, uh, I think Walmart right now is at 14. Uh, and so this is something where, uh, but I bring it up in, in twofold. Number one, this flies in the face of transitory inflation. Because right? rising wages and the problem is the rate with the wages aren't actually even keeping up with the rents right we did that one yesterday but the other part is think about this now for about a year and a half 50 to 20 million 15 to 20 million people didn't pay in to you know to fica you know, we we call it Social Security, but really it's Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, Social Security, disability. I mean, it's a bunch of stuff. This is going to dramatically change the timeline 
and, and so when and we only get this report once a year, and I actually think it comes out in September. It's going to be very interesting to see uh, how they're going to handle that because at some point here, very quickly, we're going to have to deal with it. And the problem is, the longer this goes on, the faster we have to deal with it. So thank you to the states that have stopped the extra three hundred dollars. Uh, to the ones that didn't, right, we're just, you know, we're, we're developing another problem that we're going to have to deal with. But that was the number today. At least the initial jobless claims are below 400000 finally. So I'll, I'll, let's call that a positive. Continuing claims, all continuing claims, just below 15 million. Again, I'll call it a positive. It's the lowest it's been. I mean... It shouldn't be that high. We need these people to get back to work. We need them to go back to work right away. Because we need to pay them that FICA tax. I'm just saying. Just something else to think about. When we get back, this is an article I've been waiting all day. The Financial Times. Coming out now and saying, China is on the clock to step up in a big way as a reserve currency. You're not going to want to miss it. 800-951-0592. And I get get it, right? We're we're focused on stuff like, uh, you know, handouts. And uh, we got people uh, in here right now. They're picking up some product. And during the break, we got to talking. And they're like, hey, didn't the moratorium for the renters that haven't been paying their rent end? It actually got extended another month. It was supposed to end yesterday, uh, not till the end of July. Uh, now and they said, but that's the final time. But all we did is train people not to pay. And that, that's that's really what's happened. Uh, switching gears a little bit because I know all we're focused on that and the, you know what's happening at the border, right? We want to we want to go on vacation. We want to do listen, the world's not stopping, and a lot of things are happening that aren't right now in our line of sight. They're not the priority. Right? You know, hey, we know. It's like just like the at the radio station. Man, we got a hundred things we want to get done. Well, we're we're focused on the top ten. We're not really paying attention to number twenty six or thirty seven or forty eight on that list. The Financial Times big article today first it briefly mentioned you know how china became got into the reserve currency basket so there's only certain currencies allowed to have what they call reserve currency status you know at the bank of international settlement in the imf and in 2016 they let china in and I said at the time, I said, China didn't meet those requirements. There are certain things you had to do to be, be considered a reserve currency. And most of it was um, uh, about, uh, you know, currency flows. And, and a lot of the rules were set up to where, hey, if you're an authoritarian government or a communist government, you can't get in. You can't put controls in there. Like, we don't try to control stuff, but that's a different show. But they let China in anyway. And the Financial Times made reference to that today. 
and said, you know, China made one attempt to turn the renminbi into an international currency. And they talked about this period from 09 to 15. And really, I don't think China was really making China got what it wanted out of that. Hey, put us in the basket or we're going to compete against you. So they put them in. Okay. But now the Financial Times is saying this time China's trying again. And things really could be different. The renewed effort to dethrone the dollar. And I, I encourage all of you, uh, President Xi, President Yi, Xi Yi, whatever it is. Boy, did he have a speech the other day. Basically, not basically, flat out saying Taiwan and Hong Kong are ours. And make no mistake about it. China will be the world's superpower within 30 years. That was that was what he said. And all of a sudden, the Financial Times is writing this article about dethroning the dollar based in a large part on China's technological prowess. You know, Bucky Dillon, uh, he, he could actually back a lot of this up. It is banking that the development of the necessary financial infrastructure, the country's world-beating mobile payment system. And you just don't even think about it. But Bucky Dillon, you know, his, his wife's from China. He spent time there. And he, he was telling me a story one day where he's like, you can't do anything in China without your phone. You can't get on the subway. You can't buy things at the shop. I mean, it is. So when the Financial Times says, listen, China's way ahead of us in this stuff. You know, my kids do the, uh, what, I don't know, the Venmo thing and that. But, you know, uh, they, they, you know, when they go to the store, they pay with their phone. And the successful launch of its digital version of the Renembi will make it easier to use and promote the currencies beyond China's border. The approach is unorthodox. If they succeed in its quest, it will undermine the dollar-led global order. And the Financial Times said in it, it, it very specifically, even if the West wants to shun it. China's fear of geopolitical influence and a challenge to the way America wields power is going to happen. He said America may want to deny it, Europe may want to fight them, but all the other countries, the third world countries, they're all going to jump on board. All the Asian countries are going to jump on board. This is what the Financial Times is saying. They said, listen, China's the second largest economy in the world in dollar terms. It's going to be the largest economy in the world in every term in a few years anyway. Okay, so 
We're splitting hairs on that one. It's the world's biggest trading nation. It's dwarfing us in trade now. I mean, we used to be number one. That's how we became a superpower. The Renembi should be used far more extensively than it is. Of course, again, the issue always has been, well, they're communist and they have capital controls and people don't like it. It's funny how things are starting to change. China is still has restrictions, but it's far less than what it used to be. But they said, here's what is really driving some of their success. The dollar doesn't pay any interest anymore. They're riddled with debt. It's not been a good store of value. They're saying that the Renembi, you know, there's three things that you have to be to be uh, a major player as a reserve currency. Medium of exchange, right? We, we get that. You got to pay, right? Can you pay for stuff with it? Store of value and a unit of account. Those are the three things. I'm going to tell you what the Financial Times says, where China's at on these three things when we return. Don't touch that up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So, three things that they need. First one, meeting of exchange. Here's what the Financial Times says. The People's Bank of China is well advanced in its preparations for the digital renminbi, which will initially serve its domestic economy. So think about it already, right? Okay, it's the second, really, the first largest economy in the world. But the central bank isn't stopping there. They're already working with counterparts in Hong Kong, Thailand, the United Arab Emirates, all major money centers, by the way, that aren't New York or London, alongside the Bank of International Settlements. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Using a digital ledger of transactions, right? That's that blockchain. That's really the, the tracking device. Of course, the Chinese love this. The aim to harness central banks' digital currencies that will make multi currency cross border payments simpler and cheaper. So when you think about the the first part of that medium of exchange, they've got it. Just in their own country, they've got it. It's good. And they're as they as they said, well advanced. By the way, they're working on Things with the Bank of International Settlements to, to, to boot. Now they said the West may try to reject it, but the project offers benefits that will appeal to all emerging markets 
and by currency arrangements in which the correspondent bank often acts as an uh, intermediary for other financial transfers. So they're saying, listen, China's going to get the emerging market. And, and of course, right, China, we know, right, they're probably the biggest trading partners with those markets as well. How about store of value? So the Financial Times says, listen, median of exchange, yeah, they've got that. that. That's done. So the second one, store of value. And this is where it really caught my eye. Because they, they're saying China's making huge progress on boosting the renminbi's attractiveness as a store of value. And they took a lot of shots at the dollar. You know, you look at our Fed funds rate. You know, they're trying to keep it at, at a tenth of a percent, right? You know, it's point zero zero five or whatever it is. Establishing its credentials as a stable, low-inflation economy. As financial markets are worrying about unprecedented, unprecedented financial and monetary stimulus that will unleash inflation in the United States, tarnishing the dollar. Central banks and financial institutions regard that the renminbi as a credible store of value have now more reign to express their view. China has opened its capital markets to foreign investors, triggering hefty inflows into its stocks and bond markets over the last several years. And this is critical. And something I don't talk a lot about. Again, you know, it's not on my line of sight all the time. More money. China's now... You know, the U.S. still inflows for stuff like that. We're still number one. China's cut into that by 50% now. I mean, they're, they're now number two and on their way to being number one. And they're saying, hey, the more inflation re- uh, rolls in America, the more inflows you're going to see into the Chinese markets. And a lot of that, listen, let's face it, the Chinese government didn't used to allow for that so what's the last one so let's just say this uh usefulness as a currency to median of exchange check store of value which used to be oh well you know no no uh, check and, and guess what maybe even check plus because they're starting to look really good compared to the dollar so what about a unit of account? It's another area that's increased since the initial bid to internationalize the renembi. Trade invoicing in the renembi. Okay, so this is, you know, are you doing contracts in the Chinese currency to buy whatever, crude oil or, or gold? Or, and they, they highlight that China's launched futures contracts in oil, in gold, in a lot of the commodities. Those who doubt that the renminbi will become a reserve currency will point to the absence of rule of law in China. And again, listen, laws change. 
China's been changing the laws just enough. And of course, obviously, that they're a communist regime. But they're saying that with all of the recent attacks in the U.S. on its democratic institutions and the fact that the United States seems to be going socialist, China is now striving to capitalize. I'm telling you right now, and I've been saying it, it's on. Right? The battle is on. It's here. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 I've got some of each. Uh, $10 libs, this is the last day. $10 libs, 1035 uh, I'll just let you know, uh, starting tomorrow, look for about a $15 increase, assuming gold stays where it's at. Right now, gold's at uh, $1,772, literally unchanged today. Uh, silver just uh, just over twenty six dollars today, also unchanged. Uh, and then I've got uh, the twenties, two thousand seventy five. Again, last day. Tomorrow, assuming no change in gold, we're looking at twenty one ten. So just buy them for less. There you go. There's my advice to you. Uh, 800-951-0592. So the Financial Times saying, hey, listen, China's got two out of three. They're absolutely a medium of exchange. Store of value, (laughs) you know, we did it to ourselves, essentially is what the Financial Times said. Inflation's running wild everywhere but China. And then last but not least, right? Then this is probably the the biggest part is that unit of account. In other words, how much of global trade is it being conducted in Renembi? And when the Financial Times said this is the highest. It's been twenty twenty, and by the way, twenty twenty one. I already can tell you, it's going to be even higher. Since we finally let them into the Bank of International Settlements, the, the peak for China was about 25%. Right now, China's global trade percentage in renminbi is about 17 to 18%. And that was, uh, that's older data. So uh, I think we'll probably see a number next year for 2021 because it runs a year behind. China's going to be about 20%, the renminbi. In the Financial Times is saying, listen, the way we're reading what's happening, America's moving away from capitalism, and China is seizing the opportunity. The biggest thing, the last piece of the article said, and the biggest advantage is China's first. China's already there. They already have the digital currency. They already have the ledger. They're working with all the other major 
financial hubs other than New York and London, right? Hong Kong, Thailand, United Arab Emirates, and the Bank of International Settlements. And since the store of value part, right, China's proving, look how stable our currency is. Not to mention, you get a better interest rate with the Chinese right now. And, of course, our interest rates, the 10-year note keeps falling. It makes no sense. Financial Times thinks it's going to be very different this time around. And I agree with them. We know it's going to be. Listen, it's going to be a different world in five years. Uh, just be prepared. Have that gold put away. Uh, $20 gold pieces last day, $20.75. $10 pieces last day, $1,035. God bless. I'll be back next week. Have a great 4th of July weekend. Jason will take care of you tomorrow.